pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Super tired lately. You don't know what's going on with me. I have no energy at all. I just want to sleep and sleep and sleep some more. So. <laughs> what about yourself? I am good. I'm tired <laughs> as well. Um, other than that, I'm good. So have, have you been back to the gym since we are kind of reopening stuff? Or are you still like, no? Um, I did not go to the gym. I was going to go. And then I remember, remember I told you that I kept getting hearing from folks that they aren't like taking any precautions, practicing any type of social distancing or anything, no mask required. You know what I'm saying? Just nothing to really kind of prevent any type of preventative measures. And I'm just like, the only thing that they have is they've added more stations for you to, you know, uh, wipe off machines and stuff. But I'm like, nasty folks barely used those before. So, you know, you just gonna be sweating, just hop off the machine. You had your hands all over it. Just wipe it down. I mean, me being the next, I still wipe it down before I get on. But it's like, wipe your sweating. That's what I'm saying. So I was like, nah, <laughs> I ain't ready to risk it yet. These cases are ticking up too much. So uh, we shall see. I'm hoping. Listen, I ain't even gonna say I'm hoping no more because, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? At this point, folks is out here going ham over wearing a mask. So I listen, I don't have wow. a <laughs> Listen, we went to Atlanta last weekend and I was like, Okay, I want to go to Lenox. I was so shocked that it was so, when I say it was packed, and it was like more packed from like days or times where I've went and, you know, people are just out and about and can just be free. I'm like, what's happening? Some people had masks on, some people didn't. The only good thing that I saw was that they had like, several little stations and like security stations where you could go and pick up a mask. But it was impossible to stay six feet apart. Even in like the lines, like some stores had lines to get into the people that were actually standing in the lines one six feet apart. I was like, you know what? So most of the stores I couldn't even go into. Girl, I'm telling you, that's the, that's the part that be irritating me too. Cause like you said, a lot of the stores have added, they done the work for you. They put the little tape down that shows you the little six feet. And all you got to do is stand on the tape. Folks can't even do that shit. Like, the most. Listen, I was like, okay. Even the, oh my gosh. Even the restaurant we went to, went to dinner. And this was like fine dining. And they just set somebody right behind us. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Girl, I'm telling you, folks is just not, they are not caring at all. And they just, I mean, a lot of them, people are still on this, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. It's just like the flu, more people recovering. I mean, listen, all I'm going to say is, is that um, for it to be just like the flu or whatever like that, you have to have a remedy. 
which we don't have. So, mm, you know, mm. listen, it was it was different. <laughs> oh, anywho, so let's go ahead and jump into these hot topics for this week. Um, let's start with good news. Um, I say congratulations to Bryson Tiller because he officially finally graduated from high school. So round of applause for him. Yay. Because <laughs> we don't have a round of applause button, but yay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the only good news we got. Bryson Tiller. Oh, um, in white folks news. MJ, MGK and Megan Fox are official official as far as a couple even though she isn't officially divorced yet I don't even know if she's filed yet but so I guess congratulations I don't know I mean congratulations for her because if she's happy now I, I don't really know how to approach that situation them situations you know because I feel a way about it considering that like if when it's black folks, like you ever notice how, like, in those situations, like, dragged, like, be called everything from a home record to this, that, and the other. But like, when it's white folks, it's just eh, whatever. Yay for them, you know. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day. Um, you know, her and Brian Austin Green have been separated for like they said for a good six months to a year. So, I mean, clearly, they, you know what I mean? They're not reconciling the quarantine separately. So, shit. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they, you know, file the papers and all that. I'll pretty much probably when everything starts to pick back up and. They can get their papers filed in the court and all that. I assume they will officially divorce, but it is what it is. But like I said, congratulations, I guess, to them. She seems happier. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. She seems like when you see pictures of her, she seems like way happier. So, yeah, I guess congratulations. Um, mm-hmm. Other good news. Um, I guess it's good news too. the NBA schedule was released um for some folks that's great news because people have been fiending for some sports um to me I don't really see the point of them restarting the season just because they're you know they're only going to do so many games because the next season is supposed to start I guess they're going to push they must going to push the you know 2020-2021 season back Maybe I don't know how this is supposed to work because normally NBA starts. I want to say late September, early October. So I don't know why they would push to restart the season, but well, I'm like, like in finals right now, so I don't. Yeah. Get it. Who am I? <laughs> but again, for some folks, that's good news because they are fiending for sports and they're ready for sports to kick off. So, um, you know, they did release the schedule. I think the first game that'll be played, of course, is going to be the Clippers versus the Lakers. So we shall see, I guess. Um, aside from that, I guess we can jump into the mess. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, kick us off with the mess. Um, let's see, where one start? I guess it's still kind of lighthearted, even though it's messy. So the producer of Nuck If You Book was like, he's a Trump supporter and all of that stuff. So, of course, people are like, are we counseling Nuck If You Book? is like a black party anthem. Um, for me, <laughs> I'm like the producer that might, I mean, that he just produced a song. Because it's like... I don't know. You know, like coming to clothes, shaking my dress. I can't. I don't. I need it. Uh, so I was totally on the same page with you until I'll tell you. I tell you when I tell you, the internet ruined everything for you in life. <laughs> so I was totally on the same page as you, right? And then, of course, um, I was reading on one of the little balls that popped up and it said, um, that the dude who does the last verse in the Kiffy book, who was in the group, um, he was arrested and he's in jail, currently serving time for molestation of a six-year-old. And I said, God damn y'all, I hate y'all. What you do that for? That's what I said. I said, I said, damn it. I was gonna roll with because I was like, y'all still fuck with Kanye and he a whole Trump supporter. So I was like, I, I can roll with it because he's just a Trump supporter. Like you said, he was just a producer. Yeah. But then y'all had to go and release. And I was like, God damn it. And I think that was my verse that I was just singing from the See, see I'm telling you, the internet. The internet mess up everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what can we even replace it with? Because I'm like, June at 400 degrees, that's like the booty shaking, like, girl, I'm finna go, but if they play this song, I gotta come back to the dance floor. So it's like, they can't replace it, and somebody was like, boosted, but I'm like, boosted is problematic as fuck, so you might as well. I, I don't know. I mean, we can do scrappy. Head buster. Head, yup. We so head, Oh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it ain't no, it's not enough if you buck. It's not. I'll, I'll admit that, but we got to work with what we got to work with. <laughs> <laughs> we like, I just don't, people need to be quiet. See, we said that last week. <laughs> just be quiet. Y'all mess up everything. <laughs> well, I'll be like, we can't have, girl, listen though, you know that, um, the meme they give me every time, um, with these is the one where they have, um, from Malcolm X, where Denzel was playing Malcolm X, and he, yeah. <laughs> that one give me every copy because that's exactly how I be feeling. Like, where you take the glasses off and hit the table? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, give me every time because I be like, that is, that is my true feeling. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, oh, just be quiet. Basically, um, I, I don't know. I guess my one part because I didn't hear about the other. Um, I did see Beyonce is releasing a film. Um, Kyle Black is King. Um, I did see like the images or whatever. Um, of course, it's Beyonce, so I'm excited. I'm a fan. I'm not gonna act like I'm not when people are like, "Oh, you part of." 
I'm a fan. Like I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Probably the first time it come out, I'm gonna be at the TV watching it. So I'm not gonna lie and be like, I don't like us. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you brought up like she was accused of like appropriating someone else's culture. I didn't see that, but yeah, I guess you can fill us in. Um. So I listen. It's one of those things that like boggles my mind, but you know what? It's Twitter for you. Um, apparently, some folks is in their feelings. They saying that she um, is appropriating African culture. Um, that she's pandering. I mean, there, basically, there's like a whole little thread of you know some Africans saying that not all of us was kings and queens, and that you know, black Americans like to emphasize Africa and, you know, Africa is made of so many different cultures and tribes. And if you don't know about them, then you shouldn't be meshing them up. Just, you know, the, listen, we know the same old. But I was like, maybe it's a new argument this time. But my eyes just rolled in the back of my head because I'm like, yeah, it's basically the same thing every fucking time. Every time. Every time, every time. And on one hand, it's like, I feel like I don't want to just disregard it because it's like, you know, they are Africans. They are entitled to their feelings. You know, it is, quote unquote, their culture. So they are allowed to speak on it and feel upset and offended if they want to. But at the same time, it's just like, I mean, y'all really think us as Black folks, we really over here trying to appropriate African culture? Really? Really? Can we discuss how Afro, like, okay. I I mean, but you take a lot of stuff from hip-hop culture as well, and that's like a Black American thing. And then I feel like, to me, by being so many places in Africa, so many tribes, um, and we really don't know. We just taking best guess of like, oh, where you know, if we do the DNA test, is oh, you're ninety, you know, or you're eighty percent Nigerian, but you have these small other places in Africa. So it's like I could technically not even be, or my family wasn't even in Nigeria. It's just that that's ninety five percent. So it's, I, I don't know. Like I don't know. It's I feel like. It's still that con- like connection, or it should be. And for you to, I don't know. I guess I feel slighted being a Black American that is like, oh, because of my circumstances, because I wasn't born in Africa. Then I have to be like, nope, this is just it, and I can't never say anything or something like that. So, and I like it then when you look at a lot of like African culture. I'm- like a lot of it is from hip hop as well, and Black Americans and the way that we move and how we. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. These little uh, wars be driving me crazy, man. I'm telling you. So it, it's always some from Africans to Black Americans to Caribbeans. Somebody always had war with somebody. And I'm just like, listen, we just need to all get on the same page or either just. Say fuck it and just be safe. I don't listen. I don't know how we gonna. Just, it's literally 
just chitter chatter back and forth all the time. And I think like when you see films like Beyonce or you see people wearing, you know, Kente cloth or something like that. For me, that brings a different, I guess a different view, a different perspective, because I'm like, I was talking to this one person and this girl I was in a book club with, and she was like, well, we was taught that all Americans are like this and, you know, you shouldn't. And I was like, but we, on the other hand, I'm like, you're taught that black Americans are lazy and all of this. And I'm like, which we have done all of the work for immigrants to be where they are now. Um, But I was like, what you're asking or what you're saying Americans are or black Americans are lazy, all of this. I'm like, on the other hand, we get, you know, and we have to dispel that, that all Africans are impoverished. You stay in huts, you know, genital mutilation, girls are taking, I'm like, so there's so many things that we have to be like, no, this is not the Africa that we know, but this is what we're inundated with. Like, this is what we have known because I'm like, even when we were, when I was smaller, the only thing I knew was that feed the children's commercial. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you have different people that's trying to come up with different images to show Africa in a different way to give like shed light on everybody. Because I'm like, no matter what, that's where you came from. And even Africans that are in America now, I'm like, so when your children are born, they're going to be black in America or black Americans. That may have dual citizenship, but for the most part, black Americans. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Mm, girl, listen, I don't know either, but you know, it is what it is. Like I said, it's, it's, we are in the, in the, in the stage where everybody is bored as hell and everybody is on Twitter, Instagram or wherever with their opinion. So <laughs> be prepared. Okay. And look, it was only, a, what, a 60-second teaser? I can't even imagine. There's like a gajillion think pieces already popping up over a 60-second teaser. I can't even imagine what's going to happen when the film actually comes out. Listen, I'll be sitting there watching it and trying to dissect it piece by Well, this would really accurate. <laughs> Just watch it as the art that it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Um staying in the music front, Meg the Stallion did a record, Girls in the Hood. Um, it dropped what on Friday, I believe. Yeah. It dropped on Friday and we saw that it kind of sparked a whole little family beef or family feud that I guess has been going on for a while between Easy's daughters. Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was messy. Completely messy. Um, <laughs> I just was. I'm just like, from everything that we see, you know, look, look Easy had a lot of children. That's, that's that's number one. He had a lot of kids. Didn't they say he had like ten kids? Um, ten or eleven. Go ahead. I was just saying, I think 10 or 11, but it was a, it was a number. It was a big number. It wasn't small. Yeah. So I, I mean, in my opinion, if those, if some of those kids are artists and they're having issues with not, you know, being able, the state allowing them to use the music and they feel a way because other artists get to use the music, 
then I mean they his kids, so they allowed to say it. I just didn't I didn't understand the other girl's point where she would basically attack the other girl like we don't know what? I mean you may not like the girl, but she is your sister. Like right. the whole daddy child. <laughs> and that's what I understand. It's like I felt the um, I think it was Erica, whatever. I was like, I felt her her conversation was valid where she was saying like I people have been asking for me to use my daddy music but I can't but somebody else that's a popular hip hop artist can and I'm like I don't I mean I felt that because I'm like she she should be able to use it that's my daddy yeah child all I know is I saw a bunch of little back and forth and I was like oh this is messy and I'm like, I don't know why her, his other daughter trying to act like your dad had a lot of kids. That's just the end of it. Facts. You was not the only child, sis. <laughs> you trying to act like you Papa on a Rolling Stone. I'm like, it, it is what it is at this point. And I'm like, y'all can't take that away from them because I'm like, it's their right just like it's yours and for the state to hold it. And send children a cease and desist level now. Yeah. Well, yeah. All I all, like I said, all I can say is it got messy and Meg was still girls in the hood in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she still twerking. Still twerking. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. What else we got here today? I'm trying to see if we can finish up the entertainment stuff before we jump into some of the political stuff. Um, Entertainment-wise, I saw a couple of voiceover actors. I I don't know the young lady's name from from Big Mouth. And I know Kristen, I think it's Kristen something. I can't remember her last name. Um, She was from some show as well. But the most popular one is the gentleman who plays Cleveland from Family Guy. All of them have quit their jobs and they've said that they feel like um, black characters should be voiced by black actors. Um, So they've all quit their jobs and the Simpsons have gone on to proclaim, which I think they put out a, put out this proclamation before um, when the people were up in arms about Apu um, being voiced by a white man um, they said before that um, they were no longer going to have characters of color be voiced by white folks. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, it's just another one of those situations where it's not really what we asked for, but okay. I Somebody else can get the coins, but yeah, it's like, but we just want police like brutality to stop. And I don't know. But I definitely won't knock this one only because I do know that for black folks, breaking into voice acting is ridiculously hard compared to their white counterparts. So, you know, if there is more opportunities or roles that are going to be opening up for black folks, then I can't knock that. Um, You know, like you said, more more chances for us to get our coins. It is what it is. Yeah, that part, like, I'm, I'm like, listen, this is the perfect time you be make your cash before they start back acting a fool. Go ahead and get your coins. <laughs> Big facts. Listen, I'm going to put me in a couple of auditions. 
<laughs> Which is crazy because when you think about Cleveland, it's like, oh, you think about a lot of shows that you watch and heard that voice, you're like, there's not a black person voice, but you, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think with Cleveland, at least maybe I'm not um, naive enough, but I never thought Cleveland was voiced by a black man because he didn't sound like a black man to me. So I'm like, Cleveland sound just like it was just like a white dude that's just like, hey, y'all, that was it. Yeah. So. Um, but like I, I mean, I'm like I said, I am. Anytime that we get more points to black folks, I'm all for it. Listen, <laughs> um, for everybody black, goddammit. So, <laughs> any other like entertainmenty stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we care about Yeezy and Gap. I don't care <laughs> personally. About who? Uh, Kanye and Gap like collaboration. I don't care, but oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't mean it like yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, like, I saw that popped up on the timeline. It was just oh, okay. But I do want to bring up those. They it looked like a waste basket to me, like the old place ones. Oh, well, I'm not going to say that because they still sell them. But, but those little shoes that he had out that were like $75 and they sold it. I'm like, who bought these? You might as well just put a trash bag on your foot. He had to be white kids. Because listen, if, 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 if you as a black person, I'm telling y'all right now, I see you out in these streets with them shoes <laughs> on. Ooh, baby, you getting roasted. Just know you getting roasted. Cause this <laughs> is a mess. Listen, a whole hot. I was like, okay, but no. <laughs> oh um, but I think that was pretty much kind of light entertainment. I guess you can say news. Yeah. So let's jump into the more serious topics. We talked about it last week where we were talking about all of the kind of popping up anonymous on Twitter and all that accounts popping up, accusing um, everybody from actors to artists to whatever of sexual assault. Um, We saw Justin Bieber clap back real quick with, with the receipts. And now he has filed a defamation lawsuit against the users who posted the accounts to the two women, or I'm not sure if they're women or not, because obviously the names haven't been identified, but we know he did file a defamation suit against them. So I honestly, I expect to see more celebrities kind of start to take that route. So I wasn't really too surprised or shocked by it. I mean, I'm not mad at him because like, that's a, a steep allegation to come by and then be like then the PR money that I had to spend to get this at least a statement out and do what I had to do. So yeah. Uh, all I'm gonna say is it's gonna it's gonna make a lot of y'all start thinking about, you know, stop playing these jokes because sexual assault is not a joke. It's not funny. Like I, you know, it's not something to try to get cloud off. People aren't people, you know, especially in the times that we're living in, people are taking these allegations serious. You know what I mean? There's people out here losing jobs, losing careers, losing families, getting locked up. 
So if you out here making these allegations, then you better be prepared to stand by them. Yeah. Speaking of true, I go ahead. You can go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of kind of nastiness, what is the gentleman's name? What's his name? Shane something? Um, yeah, Shane Dawson. Girl. So I didn't see it, but obviously it's been kind of all over the timeline. Um, this gentleman who did some inappropriate things to a didn't they say it was like eleven year old Willow Smith's picture, like her picture when she was like eleven or something like that? I don't know, but just it. I watched it and it was because first of all, I didn't know who he was. I still don't know who he is. Um, I just know he's like a popular YouTuber. Um, but I was like, what is? I I guess because the way that the tweets or whatever. I didn't know what it was. So I was like, what is everybody talking about? So, of course, I swiped. And I was like, okay, this is nasty. And I could have went my entire life without ever seeing it. But this is like a poster of her when she was like a child. Um, And it wouldn't be better if it was a poster of her now. Like, I just want to put that out there. It was disgusting. Child. We've seen that Jaden Smith and also Jada Pinkett Smith responded to it. Um, obviously saying that it's disgusting, um, he ought to be ashamed, you know, just all kind of, but listen, I just, I don't, ooh, stuff like that is just really like, man, y'all need to watch y'all kids, that's all I'm gonna say, because there are some disgusting folks out here. And it was like, people, I'm guessing like his fans was like, oh, we already forgive him, he already explained it, and if you're not a fan, you will understand He does kind of nasty stuff and he gives like a warning. I'm like, it doesn't matter about what warning you give. That's disgusting. And how do you sit and watch somebody with the theme of like sexual assault? Like that's, I don't know. I I don't, I don't get it. (laughs) Woo. Listen, I'm with you. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand what people think it's a joke. Like, or people saying it's so no, it ain't okay on no levels. It's disgusting. And I just don't want to say, listen, she got a whole brother out here. I know my brother would have wrecked shop. He would have went looking for folks. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I gotta have you right now. He would have went out here looking for people, man. So and I'm surprised that Will didn't say anything. Like there was nothing from Will at all. And I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, this will be one of them times I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead, my clout. You can get my daughter. I'm gonna get you out. Sex. So I don't know. I'm surprised. That's all I can say on that part, as far as Will goes. Um, but I knew Jada was responding. I I felt that. I knew Jada wasn't gonna let that rock at all. I'm like, bro, I don't hear me. Like, we just got it. I don't know. I would. We gonna screw up. <laughs> oh, what else we got? Are we going to jump into the Trump and his tweeting? Oh, uh, yeah, we might as well because he's stupid. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So, over the, well, I'm guessing it was last night. Um, I guess there was like a rally. Um, people were riding past and like these little golf carts and like, you know, Trump 2020. And it can be heard on the video very clear 
very loudly that they're saying white power. Um, so the president of the United States decided to retweet that video. And then, of course, with the caption about them being fine people and blah, blah, blah. So, of course, they come out and retract it and was like, oh, he didn't hear them say white power. Uh, no. I listened to the video. I heard it very clear. It says white power. And you can hear it very clearly. Yeah. It was. And, and, and it's just one of those situations where it's just like, we see what his strategy is. We see what he's going for here um, as far as riling up kind of the races and folks like that. I mean, I've actually, he isn't the only one. Like, I literally hear, um, we've, I've been seeing, like, some of the senators and House um, that are up, that are running for election, they've been using you know, all those different type of in, uh, images and things like that to appeal to the, basically what I call the white supremacist crowd. Um, so we see what his, you know, what he's going for there. Um, but I, like, I, at this point, like when I saw it, I wasn't even shocked. You know what I mean? Because I just was like, oh, Trump again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how I was like, people were like, I can't believe it. I'm like, why can't you believe it? He has tweeted calling the people in Charlottesville very fine people and basically calling black people thugs and niggas because we know thug is a code word for niggas. Um, I'm like, and then he's, and I guess it's the reason, one of the issues people like, name me some racist he's done. I'm like, what? I'm like, so y'all didn't know about the housing discrimination lawsuits that he had, Central Park Five. He has a long history of racist practices. I'm like, but when it comes down to him hanging around with people with money, certain things people with money overlook. Racism is one of them. Yeah. That is big facts. I was like, listen, I, I wasn't shocked at all. His response made me laugh because I'm like, bro, I what do y'all be doing at the White House? Do y'all like do y'all just wake up and be like, man, we gotta deal with this bullshit ugly? <laughs> uh, I just don't I don't understand like how he don't he don't have like a what do what do I what do they call like the little buffer people or whatever like that that before he shoots something off, be like, let me like, let read it. And it's I'm like, you have all of these brilliant people at your disposal and yet you choose to do this yourself like bro get somebody to write the tweet and why you be up so early <laughs> girl listen just a mess completely i think we saw this week which i don't think he's like the only case but um that's something that i'm expecting a lot more of elijah mccain um, he was 22 and I think he's been on life support a while. They finally took him off from injuries that he sustained from arrest. Um, just so heartbreaking because I'm like, first of all, I blame a person that called the police and I'm like nine times out of 10, I bet you that was white. And it's almost like the case of when I heard about what happened, it reminded me of Tamir Rice where it was no threat. The pop, pop, the person on the phone was like, 
well, he just has a mask on, but he does. I don't see a weapon. There's no threat. And I'm like, well, why are you calling the police? I didn't get that part. Um, because I'm like, that's one of them situations you should have mind your business. But of course, the police pull up, agitates the situation. And yeah, so now the um, attorney for the state, the attorney general, is uh, reopening the case to do the investigation into his death. I hope some good things come from it um, as far as maybe we'll see some arrests. Um, we still haven't seen any in Breonna Taylor's situation, so I'm holding my breath, but hopefully. That's all we can, I mean, at this point, when it comes to these situations, all we can say is hopefully we'll see some justice served, but with their track record, I just... And I guess one thing I wanted to just bring up, I'm... I hate the narrative of, oh, he was meek and he played violence, which there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with him being vegetarian. There was nothing wrong with that. I just hate the list that people give of why he shouldn't have been murdered. It's like none of that matters. There was no reason at that point of why, why he should have been in that predicament. I don't give a damn if he then played the violin for cats, if he ate all the meat that he can eat in the world, if he cursed, if he was, it doesn't matter. Like, I just hate this good victim narrative. And that's the only time that it's like, oh, well, he was a good person, blah, blah, blah. Even if he had robbed a store before, that still not, does not give the police the right to kill anybody. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people you know, are, aren't kind of comprehending, especially when it comes to police, police brutality, is that it doesn't matter, you know, what the person did, you know what I mean? It doesn't give the police the right to murder them in cold blood, you know what I mean? Like, these people aren't violent, they weren't, you know what I mean? Like, nothing. Your job as a police officer is to protect and serve the community. Somebody commits a crime, you arrest them, and you let justice, you know, play out in court as it's supposed to. That's how our system is supposed to work. But it seems like when it comes to Black folks, it doesn't apply to us. And you see all of these videos, especially now, um, of, like, not just so much with criminal limits, but you just see white people acting a plum food. They don't want to roll the window down. They literally leave a slit big enough to pass their ID through. And you don't see, like, of course, police officers be a little agitated, but you don't see them shooting inside their car. You know what I'm saying? Not saying, like, I don't like making us, because I hate that Twitter thread as well when white people are like, I was driving drunk one night and the police had actually escorted me. I hate this shit. Because I'm like, that That doesn't make it better. It makes, it infuriates me. But I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I just, it, it doesn't matter. I'm like, that's the reason why we have a justice system that was set up the way that it was supposed to be set up, I guess. Yeah. So that, but I'm like, it doesn't apply to us. One of the things, but I, I don't, I just, yeah. I just want that narrative to stop that you have to be this saint in order to gain media attention and to have, I guess, to have justice. Yeah. To basically have your life have some value. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you. Um, Anything else? 
Nope, that's all for me in that section. Well, I don't have any more hot topics for the for today. You got anything left for your hot topics? No, everything is checked off my list. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and move into the relationship portion of the show. Hit me with your relationship question. So my relationship question is, what is the best place? And we're only doing this because we're women. I can't speak for where's the best place to meet women. Um, But where is the best place to meet men? Or where's the best place you've heard to meet men? If you're single. Um, mm, I don't know. I mean, now in 2020, our folks ain't even really meeting nobody. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I'm telling like it's it's hard out here. Folks ain't even trying to take folks on dates or nothing. It's just like <laughs> can I call you? Sure. You call? Can I sleep with you? Nah, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not even, like, there's no romanticness to it at all. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah. to answer the question, I guess, I mean, anywhere, honestly. I mean, the grocery store, um, in the mall, if you out shopping, um, anywhere where there's a single man, huh? Love <laughs> 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 single. And he meets, um, and he don't, you know, fall, you know, he don't hit any of my deal breakers and shit. I would say pretty much anywhere it's a good place, you know. What about you? So I heard um, that Home Depot or like home improvement stores are like the go-to on Saturdays to meet like single eligible men. And I was like, Man, I never, and I'm like, when I was saying, I never thought of it because I'm like, what the fuck, I'm going to home with this stuff. I don't know, but I can, I can dig it though. I can kind of see why. Mm-hmm. But then I will also think that you can run into some married men as well. But you can run into them anywhere because they always be out working. So I'm gonna test it there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording. <laughs> Walk in the home deep on a Saturday. Okay, let me see. Put your yoga pants on and report back. (laughs) (laughs) I shall test this theory this weekend. You got, well, yeah, the upcoming weekend. I'll let y'all know if I see (laughs) singles up in her. I know I'm going to look for some pain or something. (laughs) Who knows? Just walk around with a basket. Oh man. All right. Um do I have yeah, I do have a relationship question. All right. So my relationship question comes um I posted on the Instagram account. I asked, what is your favorite dirty macking record of all time? So that plays into my question, which is have you ever dirty mac in order to get, you know, a relationship or get a significant other that you wanted and if you did like what were the results did it work out for you did the relationship work out was it like a 
quick hell now nah, I ain't rocking with you and they completely cut you off so like what were the results um let me see I'm trying to think um I don't think I've ever did no I never did that before and especially when I got older because now I feel like for women even for men it's like pick me bullshit <laughs> so I couldn't imagine myself doing it but I never did that before because I'm like either you're gonna like me and approach me but I ain't finna throw salt in nobody else's game um so I never did that before okay okay give me a top dirty macking record um okay I don't know. I can't think of one. I'm trying to think. Um, All you have to do is think about the little R&B cronies. You know that's what I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> and now if I weren't really thinking about it, I would probably have a whole list of songs. I'm pretty sure there's some. But you know, one that I really think of now is actually Slack of Belly. <laughs> Say one more time. Slack of Belly. Lord. Like, <laughs> like that, I your boyfriend that, but he was like, "If you looking for somebody, it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of no. Oh, I know this is totally off topic, but they be talking about women R and B groups and how they kind of, you know, were like scandalous. But I'm like, uh, most of the men were scandalous. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Like a lot of a lot of these R and B dudes and rappers and stuff like here was out here dirty macking. As much as they try to get, um, like you said, the female R and B artists for like they quote unquote side chick anthems. A lot of these dudes was out here dirty macking. I'm just saying. So what about yourself? I'm trying to think of another song. Why you talking? Um, have I ever dirty mac? I'm gonna tell you the truth. No, because I mean I got game. I don't need to dirty mac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> I feel like folks who have game don't really like, you don't have to dirty back. So, um, but I will say that I do enjoy some dirty macking records. Like I was listening the other day to that LL Cool J um, Boys to Men record, Hey Lover. I was like, man, that was really a all-time dirty mac record because LL was really out here dirty mac. <laughs> and then like one of the really 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 big hit ones now like looking back at it um mario let me love you listen <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what did i just thought of drew hill i should be your boyfriend uh, listen Woo! Okay. <laughs> dirty mackin <laughs> I just thought at least I'm still like I can sing it verbatim in my head right now. Oh, how old is Mario song? Right? That's what I'm saying. But like, like back then you wasn't even thinking about it. You was just like, oh, this this is the jam. But now when you sit there and think about the lyrics, you're like, wait a minute, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho well we got we want to hear from you guys obviously hit us up on the website prettynerdspodcast.com that's nerds with a z 
also on Instagram page, um, YouTube, whatever. Let us know. Have you ever dirty mats? And you know, drop us your favorite dirty macking records. We just we we're curious. We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we are done with relationships. Any like new music, TV, anything like that that you want to get off your chest? Um, that's new for me. Something. Oh, I just been watching rerun. Um. <laughs> Yeah, nothing for me. I am trying to catch up on Insecure, though. <laughs> I'm, I've been horrible this season. And now that it's not good, I've just been sucky at it. Like, I'll watch it and then walk off and then come back. So, yeah, that's going to be my thing for the week is to catch up. I think I, um, I feel like I left off at, like, episode three or four. So I'm right there with you. And it's, oh, look, and the sad part is it's only eight episodes. <laughs> I haven't even came close to completing the season at all. I'm with you. I just read the spoilers to know what happened. <laughs> and I'm in a group on Facebook and it's like spoilers every week. And I'm like, no, 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 let me keep going because I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna, and I still don't fucking watch it. I'm telling you. But I shall, like you said, I'm wishing on that. I shall get caught up eventually. Eventually. Maybe when they do a free HBO preview. Because <laughs> I sure ain't finna get HBO. I'm just gonna, I ain't gonna even tell y'all no lies. So, yeah, we shall see. Anything else? Nothing else for me. All right, so for me, I'm just gonna jump because I don't have nothing as in regards to like music or TV. So I'm just gonna jump straight into the nerd moment of the week. And now I know this show has been out for like a year or whatever, like that, but. As you guys have just heard me mention, I do not have HBO, and I'm not paying the $14.99, expensive as, more expensive than Netflix and Hulu and everybody else, that HBO was out here charging. Um, but um, on Hulu, under like their little black stories, uh, they had a the Watchmen show for a little bit, I think it's gone now, but it was up there for, I want to say, about a good two or three weeks. So I finally, finally had a chance to watch it. And so here are my thoughts. Well, first and foremost, my grade, obviously, is an A. Um, Regina King deserves all the things. Um, I believe she got all the things, but she deserves all the things, okay? Because she acted her ass off in there. It was a role that I've just not seen her do before. Um, you guys know how I feel about um, black folks and fantasy, sci-fi, comics, whatever, like just in that whole world. So I loved it. I enjoyed it. The cinematography was awesome. I will say that it started kind of slow. Um, and also because I am not up on the Watchmen comics. Um, so I didn't know the lore too much. So I had to kind of do a little bit of research in order to like be able to follow it completely. Um, but super, super good. The first episode, like I did have to take like a break because it starts off showing the, um, which is how I knew, by the way, that the like cinematography and all that was going to be amazing because it starts off showing the Tulsa massacre and when I tell you like I had to take a break 
and like take a break because it was just too real. I was just like, "Woo!" Like that's just some shit that you just don't want to see ever. You know what I mean? So, but nonetheless, super good show. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I will say, if you are not up on the comics, um, like me, do go ahead and like go you know, hit the Wikipedia page or whatever and just, like, get some background or whatever like that because it'll make the show flow for you much quicker or, you like, you'll be able to follow it better. Um, but other than that, like, it was just so, so good. And I just enjoyed seeing because, like, the Regina King, um, the gentleman who played her husband, like, that black love was beautiful. But um, I just enjoyed it. It was just a really, really, really good good solid um sci-fi fantasy like comic with some black folks like i just enjoyed it so super dope if you have a chance to check it out um i don't think it's on hulu anymore because again i think it was just part of like they had that little black stories moment it was up there for like a week or two maybe three weeks i don't know um and i don't know if they're gonna bring it back or not you know how hbo does um, but nonetheless, if you have an opportunity to check it out, I highly, highly, highly recommend it because it was just a really good show. Um, and that wraps up the nerd moment of the week for me. Anything, anything else for you? No, nothing else for me. All right. So as usual, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, again, be sure to hit the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That's nerds with the Z. We have exclusive content available to you, um, you know, blog, all that good stuff. We're going to start actually posting some vlogs maybe coming. Both me and Fallon Deanna are super, like we've said, we're super critical of ourselves. But we, we're going to get, we're going to do it for real. We're going to force ourselves, even if I have to drink some champagne and <laughs> turn on the camera and just go. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. Um obviously we got merch coming, all those good things. So as usual, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you have an awesome week up and coming. And yeah. Bye guys. Good night. <laughs>